0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Welcome to A Gut Feeling. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, holistic health coach with a very extreme passion for gut health. I've made it my mission to help you get to the bottom, pun definitely intended, of all your digestive distress. My intention is to be completely transparent about what it truly takes to get your gut back on track. Hey guys, I'm back in the recording studio. I'm a little bummed I took last week off and it totally threw me off, but I had to because I took two steps back with my health, mentally and physically. And so what it really did was help me to realize that a lot of people do this. Um, My clients, myself included, many friends as I was talking about it. And so I thought, well, this is a perfect opportunity for me to share it with you guys and to help us all decide what we need to do when we do take those two steps back. So you might be thinking, well, I mean, what does this even really relate to a gut health podcast? But I promise it does because when we're on a healing journey and we do take these two steps back for whatever reason, you know, we have to remember that these are part of our pillars, the stress, the lifestyle, the nutrition, they're all related to our gut health, anxiety, all the different symptoms we may experience when we're on this healing journey. So, you know, one of the things that kind of came up for me in the last couple of weeks was stress and overwhelm. And anytime I do get stressed and overwhelmed, I get digestive issues. I get anxiety. I'll wake up with panic, or I'll feel tightness in my chest, or I'll feel like I can't swallow or catch my breath as much. Or I'll have some stomach pain or bloating where I just feel uncomfortable most of the day. And a lot of people don't realize that those are direct symptoms of us stressing in our lifestyle, of us being overwhelmed. And it is kind of a vicious circle. It's not always from food or what we ate or anything like that. And there's something really important that I I think um, I would like for you to connect with your body. Your symptoms are the direct result of what you are not dealing with. Okay, so just let that sink in for a second. I'm going to repeat that again. Your symptoms are a direct result of what you are not dealing with. Okay. Anxiety, depression, digestive issues, hormone imbalance, fatigue, pain, inflammation. It's not from what you did today. It's not from what you did yesterday. It's not from 24 hours or a week ago. It's what builds up over time, like a foundational house inside of you. And these reoccurring symptoms, they come from, you know, patterns or different things that we've built up inside of ourselves, And then we create this overwhelm or stress, and that kicks off our symptoms. So if you are experiencing symptoms, what are you not dealing with? So over the past couple of weeks, when I was getting to the place about taking two steps back and getting overwhelmed and creating this story, this victimist story inside of my head, I started to write down where I believe that these reoccurring symptoms were coming from and what what patterns were coming up for me? So, if you're taking a look at this too, if you're on your healing journey, these are a few ways and reasons why these reoccurring symptoms can come up. Okay. So, number one childhood trauma. <laughs> Don't we all have some type of childhood trauma going on? But we carry interpretations from our past. We bring into our lives these thoughts I am not enough. I need approval. I want to people please or to be loved. And we're seeking approval instead of finding it in ourselves. And that shows up in our healing journey because we have everything we need inside of us. We have the tools, but we continue to seek it from other people. You know, we might need to hire coaches or ask a friend or find, like need love from our family or be accepted from our family. But really, we just need acceptance from ourselves. Another way that reoccurring symptoms can come up from past is having addiction to food. We can use food to cope with stress. We can use it to comfort us. We can use it when we're feeling alone. But food can act the same as any drug. And when we're using food as a form of coping with stress, we're using it as a form of avoidance of what we're not dealing with. So, uh, for instance, I have, sometimes I'll have clients that say, you know, it's really hard for me not to work while I'm, uh, eating or, or sorry, I mean, not to eat while I work or I have to be doing something while I'm eating, or I don't have enough time to eat. What we're really doing is just avoiding sitting still. We're so afraid. You're so afraid. I'm so afraid of the stillness of doing nothing but one thing. We've consumed ourselves with doing multiple things at once to avoid the topic at hand. And it's uncomfortable. And when we're uncomfortable, we seek out other things like using food or alcohol or drugs or whatever it may be to cope with these things. Another reason, and this one is exactly why I got overwhelmed, created my own overwhelm, excuse me, um, in the last couple of weeks was not speaking your truth. Um, I posted about this last week about being able to speak up for yourself. Um, and I know there are a lot of people who have a hard time speaking up for their self and you continue to, to not say, what you need to say, or you hold back your feelings because you don't want to come off, you know, too forceful, or you want people to like you, or you're afraid to speak up at work because you don't want to get in trouble, or whatever the reason is that you stifle yourself, that stifling can manifest as pain in the body, because you are not receiving what you need. You're not saying what you need. And that pushes down into your body And then again, symptoms come up, overwhelm, anxiety. So yes, a couple of weeks ago, I was very overwhelmed. I had pushed myself to do more than I could do. I had some other things going on with family, other things going on in my head, in my life, but I created it. I created this overwhelm because I wasn't speaking up. And this stuff is not real. Wait, you're like, wait, what are you saying? It's not real. You know, what do you mean? It's not real. I'm saying that you created it, that you are so powerful. Your mind is so powerful that you created these stories, these thoughts, these emotions for yourself because we love to be comfortable in the uncomfortable instead of getting out of that zone and, and helping ourselves thrive and get away from it. So this this really happens a lot in our subconscious. So I want you to ask yourself this question. Do you ever say, oh, I could never do that. You know, this is that's way above something I could do. Blah, blah, blah. Tell yourself the story. It's you're you know, you're not enough. I don't think I can do that because you know, I've never done it before, or I'm afraid. Yeah, you created that story from any of those things I was talking about, not being able to speak your truth, you know, keep, keeping interpretations of your past, all of those things that you built up over time that you put into your mind that are limiting you from the life you need to live. So subconsciously, you're building stories about yourself daily, that shape, the way you react to everything you do in relation to your health it comes out in how you treat yourself so if you're shaping these stories you're not enough and you're talking about healing and getting healthy or doing anything like that how are you feeding yourself how are you allowing yourself to sleep what are you doing in a day how are you speaking to yourself these things show up in the same way for our health as they do mentally physically and everything that we're doing as we're carrying it moving forward does that make sense so personally i do this in so many aspects of my life i mask pain with positivity i'll try to seek approval from maybe the wrong type of person so that i can get that you know that little thing of love that little feeling of love and feel love from outside sources i'll numb with food or in previous i've numbed with alcohol or even cigarettes I eat things that I know could hurt me. When I first found out that I had a gluten sensitivity, I didn't care because there's no way I'm Italian that I'm giving up my pasta and my bread. But every time I ate it, it would make me sick. Well, why was I standing in my own way of feeling good? Why didn't I believe that I deserve to feel good? And eventually I decided for myself that I needed to let go of that story and just be uncomfortable for a little bit making that change. And, you know, in relation to a lot of this, I was self-sabotaging. I was self-sabotaging so that I could get to, so that I could stay uncomfortable because I didn't believe that I deserved to heal. So I could never really heal my symptoms. I most of you guys know my story. I had crippling anxiety. I had stomach pains, digestive issues, bloat, tons of acne. For anyone who knew me about 15 years ago, they know that my acne was very terrible, headaches, painful periods, and because because of one simple reason that I wasn't willing to get outside of myself and say, I deserve to feel better. Do you believe that you deserve to feel better? Aren't we all worthy enough to live a life full of vitality? Through my journey to self-realization and healing, I came to understand that no one can give it to me but myself and no one can give it to you but you, not your partner, not your family. You know, many of my clients and I, we, we share this common like tribe thing about our being the outcast of our family because we're healthier. We're on this journey and we feel judged because people aren't receiving it. They think it's weird. Oh, you, you eat like a rabbit or why are you bringing that? Why are you doing that? But really, it's just them being uncomfortable with something different. So instead of it being a feeling of judged for us, we should just speak highly of our body and educate other people. And then we can bring everybody together around it. It's just people being uncomfortable. It's really not judgment. It's uncomfortableness with something new. So last year I got divorced and this is where a lot of this self-realization came from. Uh, I had to take a long, hard look in the mirror at myself and say, what am I doing to contribute to my life staying this way or to my relationships not working or to continuing the same pattern that I'm going down? And if you're not willing to look in the mirror and you're just out there looking for justification, that is you not taking responsibility for your own actions. And the only way to get to the next level of healing is to take responsibility for your own actions. So, yeah, you want to talk uncomfortable. That is very uncomfortable looking in the mirror and saying, I did this. It wasn't anyone else's fault. This is my own contribution. So, Again, you're probably still listening, thinking, hello, isn't this a gut health podcast? Why are we not talking about gut health? Because just what I'm saying about being uncomfortable, this is exactly what is part of a a healing journey when it comes to healing your gut. As stress as one of the biggest pillars, this is what's causing the stress. We are what's causing the stress. You are what's causing the stress in your own body by not speaking up, not healing these old patterns. And all healing is, what we need to do to heal is, comes down to one simple thing. It comes down to breaking patterns, that's it. You're just breaking a pattern that you had created in your mind anyways. And patterns, they do many things to us. They hurt us, they keep us from living our best life, they keep us, uh, they keep us comfortable in, in our same zone. And when we go to break a pattern, we can't do it all in one go. We really have to learn new patterns by taking steps over a period of time, slow, slow steps over a period of time to get to a place where we need to be. One of the things I do with my clients is I focus on crowding out. Okay. So let's say you have five bad patterns whatever they are, think of them in your head. It could be smoking, it could be eating really late, it could be not having a good sleep regimen, whatever they are, just think of five things that you do that are bad patterns, okay? So if you introduce a new healthy pattern without even thinking about the bad pattern, you have now like just automatically, subconsciously pushed out a bad pattern because there's no room for it anymore. So let me give you an example. Let's say you don't sleep well at night, but you haven't really created a good nightly routine to sleep better, you're watching TV um, all night, you know, or watching it too late, can't get off the Netflix, or you're eating really late, it's causing problems, or maybe you're drinking alcohol too close to bed or eating sugar too close to bed, it's, it's not really helping you. So instead of saying, well, don't eat sugar, don't watch TV, blah, 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 you know, it's all this don't, don't, don't. Why don't we just add in journaling five things you're grateful for right before you go to sleep? What that does is it sets off a chain of reactions. It's a positive experience. You become more grateful for your life. You're living more in abundance. You're doing something that's very calming to the brain and the body. And the more you do it, the more you pull away from the other things that you needed, that you thought you needed in this comfortable zone to go to bed. And now you're looking forward to this positive thing and eventually it softens everything, the stress and, and everything can fall off from there. Does that make sense? So we're crowding out one bad habit with a new good habit, not taking away, just putting in. It's the same thing with food that I do with my clients. Uh, you know, when they come in, they're like, think I'm going to say, okay, gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free. That's not where we're starting. We're starting with, can you just have a healthy breakfast? And if you introduce just having a healthy breakfast every day and you commit to that every day, your whole day can change. I've seen so many things come from just shifting that one focus to having a healthy breakfast every day. So you're on this journey. You're bringing in these good habits. That automatically makes these bad habits fall off it's working through different things, right? So changing lifestyle habits, eating better, following a protocol, taking supplements, meditating, getting outside more. All of these things will help create a healthy pattern for you, but you can't do them all at once. This is why I'm a huge, I'm not a huge fan, excuse me, not a huge fan of a quick diet, like 30 days, 45 days, all these things. We're looking for lifestyle changes I always say to clients, okay, you can do something for 30 days, but what happens on day 31? You need a plan. And if you don't have a plan, this is exactly how you can take two steps back in your health. So a couple weeks ago when I took two steps back, I realized no matter how healthy you're being or what you're doing on your daily basis with your routines and your food and everything, these patterns, they always want to try to creep back in because they're what's familiar to us. And then we start to create that story again and you use the past to dictate your future. Well, again, if you don't have that foundation of breaking these patterns and you're worthy enough and you deserve it, you're always going to want to pull back to these patterns. But when you have a healthy relationship with yourself and food and your lifestyle, your, your pillars, you know how to backpedal your way out of it. So I did take two steps back. But I was very aware and I had a lot of self realization that I can get myself out of this. I don't need anyone else to get out of this. I don't need anything from anyone. I need to look in the mirror and say, How am I contributing to this? Because again, your symptoms are a direct result of what you're not dealing with. And I had to take a big look at myself and say, What am I not dealing with to move forward? So, If you're struggling with these symptoms, you know, some of the ones that I've mentioned, this anxiety, depression, um, chronic digestive issues, inflammation, fatigue, all of the things that we talked about before, painful periods, acne, you're not showing up for yourself in one way, in some way. So what is it? What are you not dealing with in your life? So I want to share something with you. I actually a friend of mine sent me this little book, and um, I've been reading it, and it's really amazing. It's called Living Fearlessly, and it is by and I'm probably going to botch his name, but it's Paramahansa Yogananda. Obviously, we know him. He's an Indian monk, yogi, and guru who lived his last 32 years in America he introduced millions to his teaching of meditation of kriya yoga through his organization the self-realization fellowship well it's very fitting for today since we're on this self-realization journey and he teaches how to break the shackles of fear and overcome your limitations if you're trying to get healthy that's exactly what you're doing. You're you're breaking shackles of fear. What is it like, you know, for me to get healthy and overcoming limitations? If you can't get healthy, they're just limitations you've set on yourself because it's more comfortable to be there. So I really want to quote something from this book. It actually is like what was one of the first paragraphs. Um, it's a great little book, but this is the quote that really resonated with me. It says, "Man or woman." with his intelligence, knows how to protect himself against animals, but he doesn't know how to protect himself from his own bad habits and evil ways. The greatest of all enemies is man himself or woman herself. And so that really resonated with me because it's so it's so funny that he sent me this book right as I was writing this podcast and going two steps back. I was like, wow, these two are really coming. These things are really coming together for me where we say we are basically in charge of ourselves and it's only my bad habits or my evil ways that I'm being my own enemy to myself as I'm as I'm stepping into this power. Everyone takes two steps back. Last week when I posted about taking two steps back, I got tons of messages and comments from even the healthiest of my friends, other health influencers, bloggers, nutritionists, doctors that said, yeah, you know, I've experienced this too. And wow, it's very powerful. Like looking back and realizing what I did to contribute to a lot of this. You can't really avoid it. You know, we have to just learn to it. We have to lean into it. And we have to break these patterns one by one. Right. So, of course, building these habits, eating right, drinking water, having healthy sleeping habits, they all help for the tough times. I use, you know, supplementation, different supplements that help naturally reduce stress in my body. One I'm using right now is called Pharma GABA. Um, GABA is basically fermented cabbage, so you know we know that kimchi is good. It's a neurotransmitter that helps us break down stress in the body and reduce anxiety. I'll have that in the show notes if you guys are interested in getting a very natural relaxation source for reducing anxiety. Nothing, you know, that would be more of a coping mechanism but overall of it the number one thing is to get very clear on your values so take out those journals here's your homework for the week we're working on something called a value chart okay so you're gonna write down a value that's important to you so I want to share one with you really quick my value is a healthy mind Once you share your value, you're going to share three or four things that help you get there. For me, a healthy mind value yoga, meditation, letting go, healing the past, having forgiveness. And then you're going to write three or four limitations. Don't forget to put yourself as a limitation of what doesn't serve this value. So for me, fear of the future, worry, alcohol, sugar, overwhelming myself. These are things that don't help me get to a healthy mind and you're going to do this over and over for every value because this is going to help you create a healthy foundation of why you want to heal once you know your why you know exactly what can stand in your way this if your why is to become the healthiest version of yourself or to lose the weight for good or to get rid of your digestive issues what are the things that are helping you get there And it all comes down to these values. So really work on that over the next week or two so that you can get clear on these values. You know, your body is your temple. And healing is definitely not linear. We're all going to have these two steps back. The important thing to know is it happens to everybody. But more importantly, what can you do to back yourself out of it? Consistency is key. And time is very important. And things do not happen overnight. And so I encourage you to take these steps to look in the mirror and to get right with yourself so you can be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Thank you so much for joining me again. I'm so excited to share my next workshop called The Truth About Digestion. So if you want to learn deep, get a deep dive and go hardcore into how we really digest and what you have to do to fix digestive issues. I'm going to talk a lot about these pillars, but we're going to have incredible information So much deep information in an hour and a half workshop on March 26th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. It's only $35, which is a fraction of the cost of what it takes to work with me. So it's a really great way to get started on your gut healing journey. It's at The Classroom Berkeley. You can find the the, uh, link to sign up in the show links at theclassroomberkeley.com. And I look forward to sharing this information with you. As always, happy healing, and I hope you have an excellent day. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my energy activation podcast,